all these competing voices are going to demand and remind you that this thing is broken. And in that moment, it's easy to get discouraged. It's easy to give up on the entire thing and just say, well, I'm living in a bucket of shit. Folks, welcome to Counselors Can Help. Let's demystify the process of counseling. We want to remove barriers, answer your questions, educate, entertain, and inspire you to action. Let's get started. Folks, welcome back to Counselors Can Help. I'm your host, Merrill Fink. I'm just a person who's trying to get a little bit better each day, keep my own self-improvement going, because that's important to me. It probably is to you. If you're listening to this show, you're trying to figure out or learn some ideas or some techniques to make some improvements in your life that really will move the needle for a better life, a happier life. And I, I want to be that uh, venue to help you do that. And so today is yet another show that I want to maybe hit an emotional chord on change. We've been discussing change here for a bit, and I want to talk about an area broadly that is affects everything I think in people's lives as to why they typically don't make changes. Before I get into that, I just want to emphasize, as I've said before, please spread the show around, rate it, pass it along, subscribe to the show, wherever you listen to your podcasts, trying to increase the viewership of this show. As you've heard, and I've said a few times before on this show, we don't have ads. I'm not asking you to buy stuff. This is totally free. This is totally my labor of love to to send out and I think it makes me better and I learn from it too. And so I hope you're enjoying it. And if you are, please pass that along. So today's show is again on the change idea. And if you haven't been with us or with these shows, we've talked numerous shows in the last probably four or five shows on uh, time preference, essentially ideas before you're starting to try to make changes in your life. What are important things to consider not just a list, a to-do list of what to do. M- many people probably can, if they have a specific change they want to do, they can probably come up with a decent to-do list or whatever they would need to make those changes. But the problem is, as I see it in my life as a therapist, there's lots of things that get in the way of that before making this sort of common sense list. These are things of, we've talked in past shows of time preference, What, where, what how do you see your life in terms of a long term vision or you live very much day to day, the mindset of change, comparisons, how you compare your change, how you compare your life can be very deadly to making changes. So again, go back to shows and listen to that. We're trying to spot the cycle, the reason for change. You're trying to go back and look at why you even need to make the change in the first place and figuring out what cycle you're in that is destructive. So we've discussed that and we've discussed the concept of sort of small, short, steady, slow and steady wins the race idea when it comes to change. That dramatic change is what we want typically because we're in kind of a pile of pain and we want this thing to end. We want it to end in one large fashion, one large effort. And that usually is not how change is done. That the small and steady always wins and gets you much further down the line. If you would have just started a few weeks ago, a few months ago doing small and steady changes, you'd have a lot by now, honestly. So along with that, I want to spend time on this show 
discussing the again that idea of small change why that's important in the last show we discussed the idea of small change in how that's done specifically and why that's done we want to achieve results we want to achieve wins and then that inspires you to go on to the next day and do a little bit more and a little bit more and anybody who deals in this realm of change or habits always talks about this idea of make some small changes. If you got 1% better every day, it really wouldn't be long until you've got dramatic, dramatic change in just a few months. So it's a math game a bit, uh, but there's also some very credible and scientific based reasons as to why small change works. And I want to talk today about why people typically or start to get into this idea of why people, again, typically stop or don't make the changes or get frustrated. I mentioned before about this idea of comparison and that we tend to compare ourselves to where we want to be or where we think we should be or what we're being told to be. And we see this gulf between where we are and where where we think we should be as too great of a chasm to cross. And that gets us frustrated. We lose energy. We stop. A better comparison is to say, okay, I've started this road to change. Where was I yesterday? Where was I last week? And am I doing better than that? Have I made some changes? Yes, my life still may not be where I want it to be, but I have made some changes. And can I look back and see what those were? And uh, am I on a good path? Am I going the direction that I want to go? I'm not there yet, but am I going the direction I want to go? Very crucial that you look at change that way. Because looking at it the other way of, are we there yet, will get you frustrated and you will quit. Don't, don't get into that. Um, but that's generally what we do as people. We, we do that all the time, comparing ourselves to where we should be and where we want to be, as opposed to what's, what are the good positive steps that we've done to get to this point and what are the changes that we have made so far. It's a much better story. It's a much more achievable mindset. So given that, the other thing there where I think people fall down with change is, and I will see this in my office a lot, and I've made a little drawing for it, and I'm not sure I can convey this drawing exactly, but it's a very simple drawing that I put on the board. And if you can imagine me drawing up a person, which is usually just a stick figure, right? You are a stick figure. You're in the middle of my whiteboard in my office as uh, one each stick figure, draw your little hair, hat, or glasses, or whatever you want on there. And then around this person on the board, I draw somewhat of a, let's call it a circle, a big circle around the person encompassing, so you're in the middle of a circle. And you're kind of floating in this circle, and around you, inside this circle, between you and the circle's edges now, are these dots or little X's that I put all around, and I'll probably put 10 to 15 of them. So it's a stick figure surrounded by a bunch of X's and this circle that encompasses the whole thing. And what I'm trying to get across there is that many times people feel their life is that way and that they are surrounded by a bunch of stuff going wrong. And there are very identifiable and uh, problems they can see that anyone can see are not going well. These can be relationship issues. These can be multiple things in the relationship issues. They can be issues with their children. 
issues at job, family, extended family, general happiness, uh, health issues, numerous things that people see that are going wrong with their life. And these is, this is part of a giant mosaic that they're in the center of that are all these different issues. And so at some point, they, they say to themselves, well, I'd like to make changes in this one area or start to fix this one area. And they'll start down that path, but then they'll very quickly get alerted to the fact that, again, there are all these multiple areas still wanting their attention. You're trying to, let's say, we've, we've discussed earlier the, the idea of health changes, going to the gym, whatever it is. Let's, let's stick on that example. You would say, okay, well, I do need to make some pretty big health changes. And I'm motivated to do it. But on my way to the gym, I get a text from my spouse complaining about this or that thing, or I just find out that my, one of my children is in trouble. Or I mean, you can get derailed. Because there are so many things that seem to be going off course in your life. Now you've got to put energy towards that. And then, oh, I've got to fix this giant thing in my life of my relationship. And, oh, by the way, lose 50 pounds. And, oh, by the way, I've got to fix what's going on with my son or my daughter. Uh, my, I'm potentially going to get laid off at work. I've got to find a new, you know, you can see how you can get overwhelmed yet again. And there's no energy left for change. There's nothing available to make all these changes. And, and when you're living in a, a hot free fire zone, such as what I just described, yeah, it's, it is, it's going to be very difficult to make changes as new things pop up that you feel that take a priority and you have to handle. That takes some mental energy. That takes physical energy. In the end, there's not much energy left for change. And that's a very unfortunate cycle that a lot of people live in. And that gets back to the things we've talked about in previous shows of what is your time preference? You know, let's, let's pick a priority. Let's, let's, let's control what we can control. Priorities. That is, a big, that is a big one. That's the number one thing that we control in our life is our priorities. So what is the most important thing at this point? And you say, well, I was trying to lose 50 pounds, but now my relationship is more the priority. Uh, okay. Uh, I get that. Um, but at some point this, this health thing needs to be addressed and you could say, well, my relationship does too. Okay. I think we can do both. They sound like we can do both, but this gets to my ultimate point here is that lots of times we're trying to solve it all or think we have to solve it all simultaneously. And generally we don't have to that there are many things around us that are off track, but we don't have to necessarily solve that thing and make it go away for it to be successful or make it such that we haven't achieved anything. I think many times when people are dealing with a lot of things going on in their life, they are constantly reminded that there are all these things going wrong and they never solve any of them because they're overwhelmed. They don't know where to start. They start on one thing and then they're quickly reminded that something else is on fire and they move to that thing and then they lose energy because, well, it's all on fire and what's the point? So that is a very critical place that people find themselves and I would caution to get out of that cycle. I would, I would highly advise to sort of notice that you're doing that and get out of that cycle. What does that look like? What I do in the office is I draw a 
So back to my little stick figure, and there's all these little dots or X's around the person kind of floating around them, and there's a circle that encompasses us all. It's like, this is my life. These are all the things going wrong in my life. We could probably name them. Let's work on one of them. And it may not be the biggest one, but let's work on something we can take care of as a first step. And let's, let's put some focus and attention on that one thing that I then on, on the board draw a path outside the circle. We're trying to eliminate this entire circle from your life. There's all these things wrong in your life that are around you, the person that I have on my board. And I'm trying to draw a path out of this circle and get rid of this circle. This circle has a bunch of crap in it that we want to change, but we're never going to change it if we, if we fight it all at once. We've got to pick something that we can make success on and then move to the next thing. Overwhelm that problem with some ideas and, and some effort and go on to the next thing. There may be a lot of things on that list, and that's fair. But we're going to solve them likely a higher success rate if we solve them one at a time and keep it simple at the start. We're not going to solve them all at once. So what does this look like in reality? Again, let's, let's get back to the health example. You decided you're going to um, work on your health because you, you realize that, well, if I lose my health, I lose my job. I mean, there's not, what, what's the point of this? So you'd say, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work on that. <clears throat> and along the way to doing that, you get the text from your husband or your spouse, whoever, that there's this other thing burning that you need to take care of. It's like, okay, here's where it takes a little bit of of finesse. Realize that that thing that you've just been alerted to or or told that is wrong or whatever, you're not working on that right now. And so there's a a bit of willful blindness that's going to have to happen because there's all these things going on. And if you keep turning to pay attention to every one of them, they're, you're just never going to get anywhere. It, it, it just can't happen. It's like, well, I just got the, this text for this thing. Okay, yeah, it may be something highly important that you do need to pay attention to, but many times it's not. It's just sort of the same old, same old that you are aware of, that my spouse and I disagree on this thing, or my child is in a rough place, or my job situation is not good. You know that. It's already there. It's, it's in your vision. But in this case, you're not working on that just yet. You're, you're letting that go and focusing on the thing that you can fix now or, or you know, put some energy towards that. Okay, I'm going to work on my health. The rest of this stuff is going to have to wait. Or I will put some time into it, but it's not going to be my priority. It's not going to be my thing that I'm working on daily because it just can't. I'm, I'm not there yet. Maybe you would say, okay, um, I'm working on my health now, and and the other thing I'm doing on the side is maybe my um, spouse and I will go to attend some marriage therapy. We'll, we'll get to there in like a month or two, maybe after the holidays or set some kind of time frame to we'll start on that. <laughs> well, between now and then, we're still going to have fights and whatever's going on. I'm not going to be able to solve that between now and then, but I can start working on my health. So again, this is an example of what are you focusing on and what are you turning sort of a blind eye to because you just have to. You'll be reminded multiple times throughout the day while you're focusing on your health that there are all these other problems that need some bit of attention. 
But again, remind yourself, you will not be able to solve those because they're probably pretty deep and and do need some attention. Or you could say to yourself, well, that's the next thing on my list as I get my health thing back in some sort of good habit and I'm probably not going to lose, you know, none of this stuff is going to wait till I lose 50 pounds, but I can at least get some sort of like, okay, I'm winning on this habit. I'm winning on eating better, getting better sleep, going to the gym, whatever it is. I'm going to focus on that, the thing that I control, and I'm going to get that to a winning place that I feel like, okay, I've solved this thing. I feel like I've got better habits when it comes to health, start seeing some results. It's like, okay. I'm not going to lose that. I'm going to keep focusing on that. And now I feel like I have the bandwidth to take on this other thing that I can make some progress on. And oh, by the way, in this case, a marriage example of let's go, you know, maybe we can see a therapist together and decide, you know, what's our next step. That would be an example of working on it. We're not there yet, but there's a plan. I'm working on my health. We've made a appointment to see a therapist, but that's not going to happen for another three weeks. And likely, you know, it could be a month or two before we really get any traction there. So again, between now and then things are going to come up with my marriage that we're going to work on. We're going to get to, but I cannot solve that right now. I don't have the bandwidth. I don't have the resources. I don't have the solutions. So I'm going to sort of let that go as something I will do what I can but I'm not going to solve that thing that I need to stay on track with the thing that I'm working on right now, which is my health. Okay. This is, I'm trying to draw you a mental picture, a visual of what's likely going to draw you off of change or making any sort of progress is you're going to get all these competing voices are going to demand and remind you that this thing is broken. And in that moment, it's easy to get discouraged. It's easy to, give up on the entire thing and just say, well, I'm living in a bucket of shit. I'm, I'm just not, you know, my life is a disaster and you know, what can I do? Nothing. Well, you can do something, pick something to work on and get some success with all the things we've talked about. You can get success on something, pick something to work on. And then when you feel like you've achieved and won something there, work on the next thing. What is that next thing? In my example, I talked about, um, you know, maybe your marriage is the next thing. Fine. That's, that's totally, I'm not saying you should work on it in these priorities, but what I'm saying is pick something that you feel like you can make progress on. And then what's the, you know, what's the follow on thing that we're going to do? What is the strategy? You know, maybe if it's again, dealing with your kids, it's like, well, maybe I, need to make an appointment with a counselor to maybe get some strategies on what to do with my children or how that's going or what have you. Well, I, again, you can't just get into those people like today. So there are ways to sort of take stuff on piece by piece. And I would recommend that you do that. Um, you'll likely achieve way more success. And like I said, the key ingredient of this whole thing is acknowledging these things that are wrong and then saying to yourself, well, really not working on that yet. That, that's maybe the next thing. And uh, I haven't spent time on solving this thing. So it's not, not unsurprising that it's expected that this area will still be giving me problems. 
because I really haven't put any effort towards it, honestly. And when I say effort, not that, not that you haven't been struggling with it for a long time. It's just effort in like, okay, this is what I'm going to do specifically. These are the changes that I'm going to make and, and let's, let's enact this plan. You may not have that. You're overwhelmed by that situation. Okay, well, in that case, let that situation be as it is. Pick something else to make changes on and then figure out, okay, if this situation is sort of overwhelming me, well, what's the first place to start? Who could help me with this? What, what plan could I start doing to make changes in this area as the next thing? Okay, so the, the, the big point of this whole discussion is do not try to avoid getting overwhelmed by all that's going on and losing focus on what you can change. Pick something to change, work on that thing, realize that other things are going to demand attention, and generally that's where you get thrown off, that you wind up trying to put out all these fires, you run out of energy, you get discouraged, you quit. What I'm suggesting, what I'm putting forth here is be careful with that, pick something that you can get started on that you feel will make some good change quickly, knowing that it's not the only thing you need to fix here, but you're going to get started on that and, and just be aware that all these other things are going to demand your attention. And in those moments, you're going to have to say to yourself, well, that's not really the priority at this moment. I'll do what needs to be done to sort of get through the day on this thing, but I'm not going to go into a full funk over why this thing is broken or why it should be because I'm not working on it. it it's, it's not a priority at the moment. I will get to it. Maybe I need to re-rank what my priorities are, but right now I'm working on this one thing and I'll work on something else as soon as I achieve some good success and some momentum on what I'm working on currently. So that visual, the, the board, you're the, the stick figure surrounded by all these problems and focusing on all these problems tends to create a bog down in getting anything done because it all seems to be the priority. I will only be happy when all these things are done We've talked about mindset of that. I can only achieve happiness when I've solved every problem. That is, again, death to change. That is death to progress because you will get overwhelmed. Start somewhere, pick something. It doesn't have to be the biggest thing, but pick something that you are going to focus on and then kind of prioritize as what you're willing to do and change as you go in the short term. So, um, this is a concept I never hear people talk about and it perhaps sound a bit confusing, but it is the idea of you can only do so much in the short term. There's no way you can solve all these things right off the bat. Um, there's no way you can just fix your relationship with your son or daughter in an hour. Likely that's not going to happen, but you can start a methodical plan to make changes on what that relationship could be, or again, have someone come in to help you perhaps a therapist or counselor, there are ways to sort of methodically go about attacking parts of your life. And while you're doing that, yes, other things are going to have to wait. You're going to have to learn to prioritize what, what needs attention now and what is, what is still on the to-do list, which is totally fine. What, what, what am I focusing on currently? This idea to me is why probably the biggest reason people never make any progress is because they see all this in one aggregate 
and can't seem to get any energy or focus going towards change of any kind because they're overwhelmed, they're tired, they're depressed, and nothing tells them that they can make this. This all seems insurmountable, basically. So why even take on change at all? It's too much. It's too big. Resist that temptation. Focus on something that you can change and will change and will do like all the shows that we've talked about. So I hope that makes sense. I see it as a very common problem and I hope I've built the the picture, the word picture on this thing to get you to see how you can go about picking something to make change on and why that's important. And the thing that will likely derail you is step is sort of back to this mindset of everything is broken. That's not a good mindset to have. So pick something, make some progress on it, get some momentum, get some feel good out of making some change and then move on to the next thing and keep sort of broadening your, your scope as you go. So I encourage you to take on some change in your life. Maybe see your life in the picture that I've just drawn here. Hopefully that resonates you emotionally or you can see it in your own life and apply it to something that you can make change on. So with that, I shall leave you. Uh, we will talk. I think I have one more show on change and then we'll move on to some other topics. But I think there's been a lot of good stuff in this series. If you haven't heard the entire series, go back about four or five shows to the start of discussion of change. And you can hear way more on this than I've discussed. So with that, I will leave you. Thank you for joining me and I hope to see you again on Counselors Can Help. Our mission is to spread the word that counselors can help. We want to teach you how to get started and get the most out of therapy. We encourage you to reach out to a professional in your area to help yourself through a loved one. Thank you to Kelsey Fink, our production assistant and chief of technology and social media. Thanks to Aspire Counseling at AspireUT.com for their support. If you want to know more about how counselors can help, go to counselorscanhelp.com. We have lots of resources, information, and we update it all the time. We'll see you next time on Counselors Can Help, a production of Merge Publishing.